Merry friends, miss, from our chosen family at Get Cynical. Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is an episode I have been waiting to do for a very long time. Uh, we are continuing our journey into the world of YouTubers trying to make it in the real world. And today we're talking about someone who's had a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a resurgence in past couple years. Like, no one fucking talks about Shane Dawson anymore, but... I think a lot of people are still still got Ray William Johnson on the mind, and I knew this was going to be a big one. So, and Felix, you told me that you you wanted to do an episode about a fucking internet guy. So I, I it's like, yeah, let's do fucking Ray William Johnson. You you fucking you're wishing on this monkey's paw. Let's get right into it. <laughs> oh well, I I like okay, I didn't I watched um I watched the feature that uh, I was told to watch for this, but I also went above and beyond and watched like tons of Ray Williams Johnson because I, you know, I've, I've loved Get Cynical. I've, I've listened to all of it because it, it goes over a lot of internet culture that I missed. A lot of like, I wasn't watching YouTube like that during like the era of the Nostalgia Critic or Ray Williams Johnson. I've obviously seen Ray Williams Johnson. I, I get what he's about, you know? He's sort yeah. of the... I would say the last big star who did that, like, you know, and then I got, you know, AIDS from Hitler type shit <laughs> and, and was yeah, able yeah. to be really big. But it did. So while I was watching it and while I was thinking about how Ray Williams Johnson, you know, would go viral in like 2019 for being like, we need Medicare for all. Um, I started thinking I started comparing him to another guy who was very big in 2012, 2011, 2012. And also kind of fell off, but this guy came back. This guy had probably the best, probably the best comeback I've seen in entertainment. Yeah, from 2019 to 2021. I'm talking about Little Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> Little Dirk and Ray Williams Johnson blew up around the same time. Little Dirk had hits around 2011, 2012, like "This Ain't What You Want" and "L's Anthem." He was on the Chief Keef like Chicago drill wave. But he was like Ray Williams Johnson was to Smosh. He was like a little different, you know. He did he did stuff a little differently. Dirk was a little more melodic. He was a little ahead of his time in singing stuff. He got signed to Def Jam. Def Jam was like you have to like make Drake songs, and that made him felt fall off for a bit. <laughs> and then he Dirk has an insane 2018 where he releases all these fucking tapes and albums. And he slowly he stopped his album stopped breaking the first week. Like it's he's selling forty eight thousand copies and it's fifty and it's sixty and suddenly he's huge. He's huge. And now in twenty twenty one he has more billboard hits than Drake. I feel like fucking uh really Ray, Ray Williams Johnson could have done that. I feel like if mm. he had like if they were he was like uh Medicare for all like, you know, fuck capitalism. I remember him having a few tweets like that. If he had like I feel like he probably got like he either like saved his money or he's just burned out or for whatever reason he doesn't want to do this. But he I feel like if he in 2018 was just like, OK, I'm going back to the thing that made me famous. I'm going to make videos where I say I'm going to like give AIDS to Jeff Bezos. Like I'm gonna <laughs> combine the two things. Yeah, I mean, it should do the thing that made me different, but adapt it to now like little Dirk did. I feel like he would be. He'd be huge again because all those like all the rose emojis that were, you know, rocking with his just his tweets. 
they, in theory, they'd be like, oh, an edgy YouTuber, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is what we it, need to convert it, people to socialism. Well, no, no, I think the, I think like in theory, like if you describe that to them, they would hate it. But if someone actually did it, if someone was actually like, oh, I'm like, uh, I'm going to give Jeff Bezos AIDS. They would be like, well, what the fuck? I like love this because, like, because they, they are, they just are Ray Williams Johnson watchers who are transplanted in, in a different time in a different internet social scene. Yeah. And I feel like he would have been, he would have actually have had a feature length film in the, in theaters if yeah. he had done that. <laughs> so, um, Esther, did you ever watch Ray William Johnson? Since I know you didn't, Felix, since, you know, you're 47. But, yeah, um... I just turned 63. I was, <laughs> um, I had, when Ray, Ray Williams Johnson was making videos, I had just retired from the Seabees. <laughs> and I was getting, I was uh, getting into property management in Sarasota, Florida. <laughs> I'm 78 years old. Yeah, but Esther, Esther, yeah. since you're merely 34, uh, what... <laughs> What, what, did this pass you by? Since I've got, I've got something to admit. No, I mean, I remember the scene girls in my high school were all about Ray William Johnson. Like they were, (laughs) which is bizarre because those, that's like the exact type of girl who like nowadays would be like extremely horrified by him, especially like the, the AIDS and the child molester stuff and whatever. But no, yeah, yeah, that's, that's who I remember being all over this guy. And it was another one that kind of passed me by. And another one that weirdly, like, you know, we talked about Shane Dawson, and that's one that I knew because people would tweet about his various controversies. I didn't, I don't remember having heard anything about this guy in, like, recent years, which is bizarre for Get Cynical. Yeah. Um, oh, man. No, with Ray William Johnson, I have to admit this. I was, like, the perfect age for him when he first broke onto YouTube, and I watched his shit a lot when I was, like, in fifth grade or whatever. Like, I... I got memories. In fact, I'm pretty sure the video I posted in the fucking Google Doc I had probably seen before, maybe multiple times. So I think out of all the things I'm going to admit to people on this show, that might be the most thing that I'm just like, God, ah, fuck, I want to kill myself. But no, uh, that, that's good to admit. Like everyone, everyone's the way everyone talks about their media consumption now is hilarious. Where yeah. Like, oh, I I actually only like the things that are okay to like now. Yeah, yeah. I started listening to like uh fucking Croatian folk music when I was like nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching I was watching Tarkovsky movies when I was being breastfed by my mom. So I like <laughs> yeah. I I know I know what I'm. Yeah, no, I. This was my shit in fucking, like, when I was, like, a little faggy fifth grader, just getting home from school, skipping home from school, and then watching Ray William Johnson go, like, the well, you're gayer than a black guy with AIDS or whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, and this, this video that we watched uh, is, it's amazing because he's, like, He's, like, trying to be, like, fucking Johnny Carson or whatever. Like, he's trying to be, like, a late-night host, but he's adapting it for the ADD generation. So you get, like, this, like, rapid-fire editing, and there are so many jokes that half the jokes he doesn't even say. He just throws them up on the screen. And, like, he's talking about, like, a cat video. Like, a video of, like, a... Like, of a red cat dancing around and he just blasts up on the screen who says red hair pussy isn't popular 
it's just just all shit like that and uh it goes on like it's so fast i like the way i wrote it down in my notes is like if someone did bread tube editing for an andrew dice clay set (laughs) (laughs) yeah i gotta say he has this like and he was probably one of the first people to invent it and we've talked about it so much this season but that talent of like he can truly make 90 seconds feel like what you think the entire length of the video is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Every single video we watched for this one, like I got like a minute in and I was like, oh, well, surely we're done with this premise. We're about to wrap up. And there was always so much left. Yeah. Yeah. He's like one of the most efficient users of time and space. He's going to get like five things in there. I really like, I I really appreciate you know, you being very open with your Ray Williams Johnson watching because the way that people, I feel like people on Twitter, uh, culture watchers are, they remind me of like the leftist Iraq war veterans where it's like, Oh no, everyone, <laughs> everyone, el- everyone else was uh, doing the Haditha massacres, but I, yeah. I wasn't. And I'm like, well, like a million people died. Like someone was doing, someone somewhere was doing unjust killings, but it's yeah. just somehow none of you, I guess. It's like, you look at these videos, they have like 15 million views and it's like, okay, I guess none of you were watching. I guess all of you were cool. Yeah. No, I was not too cool for Ray, Ray William Johnson just saying uh, fucking like uh, anal child rape in slow motion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I Yeah. So uh, in one of the many I watched, there's I mean, really you could go to any and he this is more a commentary on what the Internet was like really until I'd say 2014 more than it is Ray Williams Johnson, but anytime there's a kid at all, they're like, oh, I bet someone's going to go rape him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that I was, bet you're going to get yeah. back in a fucking white van and get fucking molested. <laughs> every yeah. every single person back then was doing jokes about, uh, mostly about how they were child molesters. It's pretty, yeah. like, I've been watching a lot of old Todd in the Shadows videos recently. Um, yep. And even he, who's like mostly a normal one of these guys, was doing constant gags about how he's not in, like allowed 50 feet from a playground or something yeah it's so strange yeah no that was the meta back in fucking 2009 it's just like who is the, like who is the best pedophile who is the be- <laughs> who is the funniest fucking child molester was just like the competition on youtube at the time and i gotta say there was one really good joke in the Ray William Johnson video I watched. There was one that like caught me off guard because it was I mean, he it's like Family Guy where they do like 800 jokes an episode, like by like law of averages one of these has to be good. And the one that got me was like you should, you know, you should go out and like hug a, you know, hug a dog or a cat or a Jewish guy. And then that just <laughs> that yes. I got, yeah, that got me. That I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I that made me that that made me realize. I think you're right, Felix. I think that if he like, if he got like a, like a writing team of funny guys and he just did that shit, but like you know like you know I hope <laughs> I hope Jeff Bezos's kid gets molested in a white van. <laughs> he would he'd probably like fucking he would kill. I think he could totally do it. Yeah, because there's all this like pent up desire. Like yeah. there, there, there's like. I I noticed in like 2017, all these podcasts started that, of course, no longer exist, where it's like, 
were without like explicitly saying Chapa, like mentioning yeah. Chapa, or sometimes they would. It would be like, oh, this is a leftist comedy podcast, but without like the bad stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, not do, without like, the, the stuff that made Chapa popular. Exactly. None of the early Chapo stuff like the Rain Over Me episode. And, you know, like they would get a little bit of burn at the beginning, but you can't keep listening to that and you really can't keep making it. Like yeah. it, it it wears on you to like censor yourself that much. Like, yeah. It, because like no one's really like that. Everyone has things that they will say in like a group chat or say to their friends that in public they won't say. That doesn't make you a hypocrite. That's just kind of the human that's the way we are. But when you expand that to like 98% of the things that you say in private, it makes you <laughs> insane. And you have to stop making your podcast that is making, you know, $400 a month split between nine hosts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and I, but I think like the, the fact that the, like there, there's never been like a, a podcast like that, that like blew up that like competed with us listenership wise it's not that like we're the most amazing one ever. It's just that no one actually wants to hear that, no matter how many people are on Twitter. Yeah. And I think that shows that if you did, if you went the opposite way, if you're like, I'm I'm gonna talk about giving people AIDS, I'm gonna talk about molesting kids, but in in service of like you know fuck yeah unions, <laughs> people would realize that's what they wanted because again yeah. like so many. Spencer, you've talked about this a million times. Esther, you too. Like, so much of, like, viral left Twitter internet bullshit, so much of it is just, like, people who would be Ray Williams Johnson heads who found a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that's, like, a. I don't think that's overall, like, a bad thing. I think it's you need those people. Like, you need all types of people. I don't think it's a good or bad. It's just is what it is right but yeah. that means that like i can't make that content for them yeah only ray can <laughs> yeah no yeah only he can do this i gotta say also uh speaking of uh embarrassing teenage fandoms as a as a high school uh god this is such a fucking depressing sentence but as a high school chapo fan i remember oh, no. like in between what like i would listen to your episode then i listen to the bonus episode and i'd be out of episodes so you know it's like it's like when you run out of drugs so you start like raiding the medicine cabinet for shit and i started listening to like the non edgy ones just to get my fix in and oh, i was boy. like this this sucks man this <laughs> 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 like oh, even man. as a fucking like precocious 17 year old who was like like just have would have like manic episodes and just play dark souls for eight hours i was just like i can't fucking listen to these two people do something called like the hell zone and then just like talk, <laughs> about, <laughs> talk, talk about how like how kick-ass bernie sanders is like i no, i that just did not that just did not work for me but um, I, f I felt bad for those people because it's like you know, I, I feel like they that's why market research is so important, because it's like you think because you get like a bunch of faves on a tweet, like calling us racist. It's like that's all going to translate to people listening to my podcast called like the seltzer wife guy and the <laughs> fucking <laughs> bullshit woman or whatever. Uh, I, it, it doesn't. You know, Twitter is the worst click through. No yeah. one even remembers like. You know, it's the thing I tell people all the time that people yell at me over, where I'm like, 
are you really mad about this? You're going to remember this in a week. Yeah. I think the last time yeah. I said that was people yelling at uh, Matt Brunig about the uh, she uh, Photoshop. Oh, the yeah. Which was yeah, just bait. It was yeah, just bait. Yeah, complete bait. And like all these people were like, fuck you. I'm going to yeah. kill you. And I was <laughs> like, are you going to remember this? And no, no one remembered it in three days. But I think people like get amped that they like got some burn, you know, like calling us assholes, which is their right. Uh, and they're like, oh, I'm now I can have a podcast career. And it's like, no, no. The point the point of all this is that it's totally ephemeral. And I think it caused a lot of people to have podcasts that the only listens were like people like you, Spencer, who ran out of other stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um. OK, we got to talk about your favorite Martian real quick. I don't know if you saw any yeah. of these, but. The one I chose, I chose it on purpose because the title was called Transphobic Techno. <laughs> oh and my God. So Ray William Johnson had like a music project. Um, and uh, he, he, he he made like all these. It was basically just like his like his like, you know, fail age stick. But he like made music for it. And this one is literally just like it's literally just like a throbbing techno beat. And then. It's like they have like little animated videos, and this one is like about like a large black guy getting harassed by like hot women who have a penis, and the whole song is just like literally like I expected there to be lyrics, but it's literally just <laughs> "bitch got a penis, bitch got a penis" over mm -hmm. and over and over again, <laughs> and I was just like, "There, this is awesome. This is so fucking cool." It's one of the craziest things we've like had to watch this season. And I'm yes. mad at you because it like did I was like making fucking tea earlier and it was stuck in my head and it will <laughs> probably be for a while. Yeah. It, it's it's nuts. I can't like and this is a great example of like if he had continued a couple more years, people would have like dug that up and like yeah. shot him in the head. Um, I think he got out at the exact right time. Yeah. And now it's like looped back around enough that people can dig this up and like, this is fucking sick, man. Oh <laughs> like he just missed the window where people would be actually mad about this. And now everyone finds this is like, this is, this goes hard. This is fucking awesome, man. You need to keep doing this shit. <laughs> oh my, yeah, no, it like, he skirted 2017, which is, I think, like, he would get destroyed the worst for it then. Like, no one yeah. was thinking about it 2017. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah. enough has happened. And I don't I don't just mean, like, y you know, like, more, like, uh, more, like, ironic, uh, you know, people have seen that, like, oh, no, like, trans girls post, like, real, like, you know, seven layers of irony too. Okay, uh, I mean, yeah. like, I, 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 what, 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 what? No, I was just, I just thinking about those tweets. Just like, kind of made me like shudder a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, like, so, like, by so much has happened. I mean, like, everyone realized that, like, all every like alt right zoomer has done like sissy hypno DM stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's it's i think it's like it took us a while to get there i think but it everyone's in kind of a healthier place with all this yeah want, like not everyone but like people that you know we see and that like you know people listening to this see that i think like if it yeah he he could 
I don't think you could get an actual charting song. I don't think the little Dirk analogy is going to go that far. But yeah. I feel like it would be like, you know, if someone someone could like post a video from like, I don't want to say House of Yes, let's say somewhere cooler, where this song is playing and people are dancing to it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you, could, this, you could rewrite the context of this enough that that people would be playing it and enjoying it. You could you could throw this song on at like a hip club in New York, and you could get so much fucking pussy. You oh could ab- you could like p- put this in your fucking set, like next to, <laughs> like I don't know, next to fucking Dorian Electra or whatever, and then just like everyone would just absolutely go fucking nuts. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, it sounds celebratory if you take away the video, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You would have no way of knowing it, <laughs> what the intention was. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I... Oh, go on. I'm going to... Next time I get serotonin syndrome from taking <laughs> too much, like, uh, rock candy-style molly too soon <laughs> to my Adderall, I'm going to put this on to, like, relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to take a... What, yeah, we're going to go to Dave and Buster's and we're going to like request that they play this song over the fucking speaker system. I yeah, I can see myself uh no, I'm uh during my LA trip next month, um I'm going to take you know the, fam- the there's a famous picture of the late rapper Juice World with five Percocet 30s on his tongue. <laughs> oh, I'm going to recreate that at a club while playing this song <laughs> absolutely yes absolutely I'm gonna get so much silver lake strange <laughs> yeah no i am i am yeah i'm gonna go up to fucking like williamsburg and just get so much fucking action just off by like blasting the song in between like i don't know in between playing like black dresses or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Williams Williamsburg is the one place where I think in New York where you would still get yelled at for this. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're all like they're millennials who are older than me even, so they're eighty three yeah. years old, uh, and they they're still in the, they're like, it's like, like no one's trans. They'd be like, you shouldn't say this. This is like this isn't funny. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. I don't know if you saw this one, Felix, but I he's got like when I was going through and like making the like outlining this season, I felt I had to go through YouTube guys, but specifically YouTube guys who tried to branch out. And uh with Ray William Johnson, I was like, oh, did he like make a movie or something? But he made so much fucking shit. Like this guy is like like walking around the fucking YouTube equivalent of Hollywood like Louis B. Mayer, just like just <laughs> constantly just fucking doing like all these projects and like trying to cash in on the new trend. Like he's a TikTok influencer now. He's just like he I I have never seen like someone I think out of all the people we've ever talked about, including Doug, this guy is committed to the grind set, like more than oh, yeah. anyone else. He is he is like constantly just making deals and like trying to cast as wide a net as he possibly can. And I truly fucking respect him for oh, yeah. that. He's incredibly ambitious and not in like yeah. the Shane Dawson way where he's like 
running around behind the scenes, like slitting his enemies' throats um, <laughs> in blackface. Yeah, in, yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, he's like yeah. he's just like genuinely. He just like wants his fingers to be in every pie. He's he has his own fucking gorillas style band, and he's making the YouTube thing, and he's doing the well talking about the the movie, which is crazy. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, it's I, it's nuts. Do you think that's a reason he didn't like? get back on the saddle in 2019 or 2018 do you think yeah. it's just like he burned himself out kind of oh yeah i think yeah. definitely yeah he he kept doing this fucking like he really wanted to fuck i think i remember it's coming back to me it's coming back to me like like fucking memento notes on the wall i just remember that he like tried to retire equals three, which is the show where he like watches viral videos and goes like, uh, you drive worse than a, than an, than an Asian child molester. And, uh, the, the, he tried to retire it, but his like other projects didn't go over well. So he had to bring it back for a bit. And I think if that didn't happen, he would have tried again, but I'm pretty sure it is right that he either burned himself out or he just like, he's like, He's like, no, that was my old shit. My old shit's terrible. You know, like that. that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, he, he is like, I know we've made a lot of age jokes. I just want to clarify for everyone listening. I'm 24 years old. Uh, <laughs> I'm 15. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Ray Williams Johnson is a 40 year old man now. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of, um, even I do think he is like genuinely, you know, like that. I feel like if you hung out with him, he'd be like, "Oh, did the AIDS store call or whatever?" <laughs> uh, yeah. But I yeah. do think I do think he's like because Esther, I think you, you said it's like there's been nothing, nothing that comes about out about him in the way that it comes out about other YouTubers. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think he's like I feel like. You know, you never want to call him like this, but I sort of feel like if he was as psycho as some of them in his personal life, we'd hear about it, right? Yeah. But yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. You never know, but probably. But I do feel like he does to some extent know, like, I don't want to be forty and doing and be doing like, you know, the 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 Cleveland Steamer song. <laughs> no one does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to like aging aging on the internet is the most interesting thing to me because the only way to like verbalize the fear that everyone who does this for a living has is you say I don't want to turn into low tax and most people know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there was there's really like no one who's done it well besides maybe Tom Sharpling. And that's even yeah. like well he's a yeah. radio guy. I don't even think you fully call him an internet guy. He was and 40 think, when he like started. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, I think with Ray, I think he's a um he's aware enough to know that's the worst possible thing is aging online in front of everyone. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I'm not gonna put myself through that. I, I've noticed he starts sports. He sports a bit of a beard more, and I think it's to make him look more like sophisticated and less like it's it's to kind of hide the age a little bit, or make the age seem a little more graceful. Yeah, uh, and I, I I'm very the this is why the movie was interesting to me, and what you said about him just creating an insane insane deluge of content. I, I think he was very cognizant of this fact. I feel like a lot of people stayed on YouTube because they're like, this is the new movies. But I think Ray was smart enough to go, no, I have to like, I have to try to like 
get outside of the electric fence. I, I, yeah. I, it's either this or nothing, which I think is it's a calculation a lot of people make way too late. Yeah. I, yeah. You, you know, for reasons beyond his control, he wasn't fully able to really make that jump. I don't know quite. I, I worry about these people's money so much. I know it's a very Jewish uh, trait, but I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always like, God, Ray, I hope you saved your money from when you were getting 10 million views. But I, I feel like he, for him, he knew like clocks ticking. I'm either going to get to it's either movies and TV or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, also, I imagine I him. Like, oh, oh, go on. I just going to say, I think he also missed the boat that like guys like Fred and Smosh did where like some vampire producer from Hollywood like latched onto them and was like, let's we're going to make a real movie and a real no. TV show with you. And that just never happened for him. Yeah. No, he's a self-made man. And I think that's probably why, and we'll talk about it, his fucking YA series is, like, probably better than, like, the most of the other stuff we have to talk about. But uh, I just wanted to touch on Booze Lightyear real quick, which is one of his, like, aborted <laughs> sketch comedy shows. And uh, this one is, like, when I describe it, it sounds like the worst thing ever made. Like, it's just, like, it's just, like, you know, it's just him making racist jokes for, like, five minutes straight but there's like context in that it's like you know he knows that these are very insensitive jokes or whatever i i think i think this is around the time he started getting other people to write for him like he 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 i i he must have known that like writing isn't his strong suit so he like brought in like other people like other like hollywood wannabes and uh, the, the, the result is that his little, little sketch comedy is like, it isn't, it isn't as bad as I was expecting. There, there's like a, there's like a, there's a couple, there's like one joke that kind of cracked me up where there's like a guy trying to guess what country this Asian woman is from. And he's like, yeah, are you from, are you from, you know, the Thailand, Japan, China, Croatia? Like just to randomly just switching to a, a Balkan country just fucking cracked me up. No, but. yeah, there, yeah, there is like, I mean, it's hard to evaluate because it's all jokes, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's all marshmallows and none of the uh, corn wheat product in Lucky yeah. Charms. But there are jokes in there where I'm like, you know, that's a good joke. And yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, my evil thing I want to do of signing people, like being the bird ban of online content. <laughs> yeah. I want to harness I want to harness that for Ray Williams. Show. He would be one of the people who I signed to a 360 deal. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I put him up there. Yeah. Yeah, the the Booz Lightyear stuff is again, it's weird because you know, obviously it's like in a mold that we've seen a lot this season, but it's unique in that like would he got money and to do like high production high production value stuff, it looks like he knows what to do with it in a way that yeah. like, Ryan Higa or Shane Dawson, they had no fucking clue what they were doing when it came to like when someone handed them a real camera and like fucking lights um, yeah but Ray, this guy like it seems like he knew what he was doing he was like more practiced the timing and the rhythm in these videos like i don't know if they're funny all the time but like they it it works yeah no it, it's it it's so weird and I, that's why we'll get let's get into the fucking riley rewind which is his, like his big oh like gosh. ya movie <laughs> i've got to say and this might you know, you might, like, fucking call the police on me for saying this. Like, you might think that I'm, like, having a psychotic episode. Um, but th this is, like, out of all the stuff we've done this season, this is, like, by 
a significant margin the best thing we've talked about and oh, yeah. that's that's oh, like yeah. <laughs> it's it's because like you know i mean for one all the other stuff we ha- we did is like you know it's just like this kind of plug and play schlubby man child trying to seduce Carrie from Mythbusters where <laughs> where like this movie it flips the script by being about Carrie from Mythbusters getting seduced by a schlubby guy. Yeah. It's like yeah, no, absolutely. Like this movie is hilarious just in its context, which is watch like if you see all the Ray Williams Johnson shit before, you know, you you watch all the like Oh, I'm gonna go rape a kid after this. You know. Oh, oh, oh is it, you know? Is there a fucking Jewish guy with AIDS here? You know. And then, but then you see this this like pretty competently written and structured uh, like YA uh, like made for TV movie that like if you didn't know the context, um, you would be like, oh, is this on Disney Channel? Is this like a Disney yeah. Channel? Like yeah. I could see, I could see all that like all that like serotonin depleted bad nostalgia posting where people are like you know when you were when you came home from school in 2007 this hit different and posting yeah. clips from this like they weren't just like stare like just staring with their mouth agape drooling <laughs> waiting for yeah. the next thing in their life to happen it's, it's uh, like just you're watching like a little like kind of like a like a child trafficking scheme and this is where all the money went <laughs> like that that's, <laughs> that's most of those shows <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's very competently made and i think it shows that ray williams uh johnson was a more competent guy than a lot of uh, a lot of people in that field because he did like unlike a lot of other people making trying to make movies like this he was like well if it's just about me you know the fail aids guy that limits it to a certain percentage of my audience i have to make it about like a girl yeah. I have to make it about like a fucking yeah. a girl who has powers and I can be in it like have doing an epic cameo for to like juice some of my fans but like if this is really going to cross over it can't be about me which is an amazing amazing grasp of insight by him. Yeah. No, I I like the the other I I can't overstate how like the other stuff that we've done this season and Doug Walker stuff it's like a monument to narcissism. Like all of it is just like yeah. I'm a shitty guy who sucks and uh but I get the hot girl at the end and I don't have to change anything about my life. Like I think I had a fucking like breakdown on the Smosh episode because like I realized like every fucking movie is just like you know, it's just fucking it, it's just this shit over yeah. and over again. It's just like it's fucking them, Scott like, Pilgrim versions of themselves scott pilgrim and the whole movie is just like various situations where they like shit and puke Um, yeah and so this yeah this is a fucking breath of fresh air this season with just a normal children's film yeah my 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 really like contrarian opinion that i would say to like make people mad at me um is that this is like better than like the average netflix original like this is yes (laughs) oh easily yeah, like I would rather watch this than the fucking Cowboy Bebop show that just got canceled. Like that this is <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> this this is well this is like such like this has like this kind of scrappy ambition to it that I like. Like this is some fucking like you know, Hollywood wannabe just busting his ass and trying to make like cash in on like the young adult craze. And like it's honestly kind of like charming to see like him just 
do every fucking thing he can to make this a success. Like it, it's, it's like kind of inspiring in a weird way. I, I guess I should mention the plot of this movie is that is that there's this girl named Riley who has a superpower that she can like go back in time. Um, she can't go forward, but she can go back in time. And but every time she goes back in time, it like kind of hurts her. And the 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 plot of the movie is like she she like at first is like trying to help her friend like help her friends get dates or whatever but then like, like this is so fucking insane but then one of her classmates kills herself and like half of this movie is just her like groundhog daying trying to get the girl to stop killing herself yeah there's a great montage like halfway through of just her like repeatedly opening the door to her friend's bedroom and like the dangling shoes are there every single time yeah, um, yeah. That was that was the only moment that I like actually had, like burst out into a laugh because it just was just so fucking tasteless. But yeah, the, yeah. The rest of it, yeah. If you've played the game, Life is Strange, you've seen, you know, the exact plot of this movie. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and there's like there's all the trappings from this era. Like she has a black gay best friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you Th know who's like who's like the entire point of him in this like i want to like i want to like make a bread tube video with Tariq nasheed about this type of character <laughs> because yeah. this type of character was in every bit of media like this you know from yeah. 2011 he's been in half the things we've watched this season yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's always like a black gay guy with sort of a faux hawk like he is sort of like a gene class <laughs> heroes type look who's yeah. always like ta always talking to the like best friends with a girl with the power or the thing everyone needs who's like you know girl you can't keep turning into a reptile you know <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna make the Tariq nasheed's first bread tube video of us talking about this I, character for three hours i literally like i felt like fucking judge joe brown seeing this fucking character show up again i was just like how come how come they keep putting trans in this fucking movie or whatever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like it, it is it is an interesting question of like it, it's one of those Tariq Nasheed things where it's like the way he asks it is pretty funny but the question itself like why can't there be a heterosexual like black character who gets the love interest like yeah if this is really like colorblind like you know it is like it's a decent question I think yeah no absolutely <laughs> like it, it's yeah it's just so funny it keeps fucking showing up just like you know this like black guy with the fucking theater kid twang dressed like like a lesbian just like always going like girl you need to fucking get your shit together and which by the way the like sassy wisdom that he dispenses in this movie is girl maybe that girl needs to kill herself <laughs> yeah he's awesome he's i yeah. love that his like she she goes back in time once and fails to stop the girl from killing herself and he's like some people are just supposed to kill themselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is like something i like even like if my friend had time travel powers and like failed once, that's something I would say. So <laughs> yeah. I did. I did like this character. You know. Yeah. If I was I getting annoyed with fucking getting just like like waking up every day and I'd been butterfly affected, I'd just be like, yeah, that person probably like would be Hitler. So you should just like let it happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. He's he's so he's so fucking cool, and I also like how this movie is like this cute guy keeps showing up and. Since this movie has, like, one foot in 2010 and one foot in, like, 20, 2017, like, 
all of the quote unquote cute guys in this movie just look like fucking like Justin Bieber. Like they all got yeah. like the fucking Bieber haircut. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're all James O'Keefe with a mop top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like there's like I cannot fucking tell like what makes the like ugly nerd guy in this movie off like bad looking and all the other guys like good looking like i i it, they they all just look like you fucking like 3d printed a guy from your computer science class yeah. like th that's yes. just all what they look like and it's like that's like a common theme in movies like this right like even the main girl you know it, it's always this thing of like uh, everyone at school hates me because i'm so weird and ugly it just looks like a normal like any actress <laughs> looks exactly yeah. like this yeah yeah I, she yeah, it's always like it always she's wearing like all the other girls are wearing like cool zip up hoodies or like prep stuff. Those yeah. are the two cool classes. But the lame class is wearing like an Ann Taylor loft T-shirt style top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there and then there there will always be like her. And then there's like the the girl who's just wearing like a like a fucking Oh, like a My Chemical Romance fucking shirt and just has like 30 piercings. Like, this is the freak of the school. And it's like, yeah. there, there's like, there's like 50 of these in every fucking school. Like, they're, they're like, like this, this was filmed. I guess this was a little late for the fucking like, you know, scene kid, emo girl era, but like, like every fucking school that didn't have like a dress co dress code from the 1600s had like, like nine of these girls just with like black and red hair and they kind of look like, they look like like a bird just just yeah. trying to like ward <laughs> off predators. Yeah, that was I mean like I I don't like I don't think I what was the like what what denoted you as a nerd in this time? Because I was already, you know, I was already had been in the workforce for 30 years when this was happening. <laughs> yeah, so you've been in the in the salt mines. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh fuck man, since I I was you know, I don't have the most accurate experience because, like, I went to this fucking, like, really preppy rich kid school because uh, uh, I got, like, the financial assistance I needed. But uh, the fucking – the thing that made you, like, nerdy was if you just kind of sucked. Like, that that's sort yeah. of, like, what made you, yeah. like, a nerd is if you if you were just, like, annoying and no one liked you around – like, liked having you around – um, like even like even the fucking kids who are like good at math or whatever, it's like if they were funny, you could just hang out with fucking like, you know, like the fucking jocks or whatever. But I, I get yeah, I guess what made you nerdy at this time is like if you're like a if you're like a 16 year old that's like into like, I don't know, like cartoons or whatever, like if like not and not just into cartoons, but like like fucking reading like slash fic in class. Like, I think that's yeah. what would get you yeah. like. That that's what would people would be like. Yeah, you 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 need to go, buddy. Like they're, that's, they're, they're yeah. <laughs> that's what would probably get you. Yeah, bullied. Then it, that that's what it's always been. Kind of like I I like with I guess with making a movie like this, you have a limitation that you need like an immediate cultural and aesthetic uh, demarcation line between like nerd freak and prep, right? Yeah. But it, it 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 has always been like yeah. I um just. Basically, yeah. Anyone who sucks sucks. Yeah, it's if, if is, you're yeah, annoying. We're saying, yeah, we're saying that kids are right in who they ostracize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a pro bullying podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, it's like, hey, if you're uh, 14 years old and, uh, you know, fucking kids are making fun of you because you're not wearing the right clothes or whatever, or you're you're not listening to the right music, you're prob- they're probably right, you know? They're probably yeah, well, yeah, they're yeah. Pro- probably right to make fun of you for fucking listening to, like, fucking This Heat or Tool when you're 14 yeah. years old. <laughs> I, Spencer, I always I think about myself, you know? I was, when I was, like, 15, I was reading master of the senate and all this like you know i was like to the extent that you could be like a gay annoying child i was yeah you know and i like like you know and just like didn't know how i looked like just had like a bowl cut until i was like 17 really but <laughs> yeah i, still, I just like, dressed like a 12 year old like yeah until i was like same. 19 same yeah. yeah but i still yeah. had like i still like no, I, like, had a lot of friends. Like, I never felt, like, bullied or anything. Like, it was just, like, you know, it was. It just comes down to, like, being fun to be around. Which, you know, I wasn't even. But, like, yeah. I was not enough in the other direction. Like, yeah, if, if I didn't get horribly bullied as a nerd, then, yeah, it definitely works in the way that you described. Yeah, no, it, it definitely does. You were reading Master of the Senate. I was reading the Chapo Guide to Revolution. Um, <laughs> I, I do wonder, I wonder how many people got bullied because of our book. Probably a lot. <laughs> Probably not enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was, yeah, God, it, it's, it was also fun to go to like a, like a politically like plugged in school like Emerson and just hear like Chapo referenced. I think that's like, that was one of the first signs that I was like, I really should have just gotten like a degree in like designing drones for the military or whatever. <laughs> since this is just, <laughs> like, I, I shouldn't be hearing about this shit like in real life. <laughs> I, it's weird it's weird i am i'm always interested in like you know what like what people like 10 years younger than me say uh because the internet it was still we were getting to the point where more people were on it when i was in high school like especially yeah. in like 2007 2008 but it, it was still something you didn't really talk like you it was kind of still supposed to be a little bit of a secret if you were really on the internet you know and now yeah. everyone is you know it's the default. Yeah. It's it's weird if you're if you're not on the internet now and you're that age, it's because your family's like really religious. Yeah. Or or you or you you went insane like I yeah. do sometimes and then you just like have to just like just become like a luddite for like a couple weeks. Um Yeah. Yeah. The the uh the so we got to talk more about this fucking movie. It it literally just follows like, you know, very generic like YA structure like you know oh she's gotta help her gay black friend get a date to the prom and uh then she's gotta fucking stop the girl from killing herself and the the see the montage where she tries to like befriend the suicidal girl is really funny because she just she, 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 the suicidal girl's just like you're annoying leave me alone <laughs> um and uh, then, like a friend of hers, like who knows her, is just like, if you really want to get to her, you gotta, you gotta tell her about cupcakes and cat videos. You know, you gotta, t- <laughs> you gotta do that. And she, th- that again, that's so, that's like the one place where I think Ray William Johnson like volunteered some writing advice. Like most of this is just so normal for the time, but then every once in a while they'll just, they'll just be like a fucking weird like joke like they make it as like that was a total epic fail 
at the beginning. It's like, oh, that was Ray. <laughs> that was definitely Ray just doing punch up for this. <laughs> uh, and it just keeps going on like that. Uh, the there's also a recurring thing for the movies that we talk about, and they have like like deep faked indie soundtrack music throughout this. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll just have like some like people from some people from like Massachusetts or whatever, just like strumming a few chords and just going ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just well, you know, like a montage happens. And that that's also been a fucking recurrent bullshit. It's less abrasive than the Shane Dawson one because the Shane Dawson one was like deep faked pop punk. Like it sound it sounded like a fucking like garage band of sixteen year olds trying to cover the Sonic Adventure soundtrack, where <laughs> this yeah. is just like this is just like we taught a computer to write an ex ambassador song and this is what came out it sounds like the music that would be used to like briefly transition between scenes in like an episode of the oc yeah it it sounds like the music that starts playing when like you're watching a youtube video and then a curiosity stream ad comes on <laughs> <laughs> um no that is it's just they got that uh and they keep going and it's it's a very like by me telling you the concept, you can probably map out where the plot's going. Like, there's a big prom that it's all building up to. And, you know, it's just like, oh, they're going to, you know, they had given up on saving the suicidal girl. Since, you know, it's kind of wearing on her ability to time travel. And they'd given up and they get to the they get to the prom. And, you know, the, the sassy gay black guy can't get his boyfriend. And she you know, has to hang out with the the nerdy guy who says milady. That that is like that is kind of the type of guy who would get fucking bullied at school. Not not for being like into like cosplay or whatever, but just for being like weird and annoying and like like talking like talking to hot women who don't want him around. That would <laughs> yeah. that would fucking get you ostracized. <laughs> that and that's always been the case. Anytime a a a kid is like I'm a classic man yeah always like you're you're throwing a target on your back yeah the fedora the fedora guy as a type kind of died out i think um yeah probably because all of them just like all they do is just go on subreddits where they talk about killing women now yeah (laughs) Yeah. they kind of gave up on the like classy thing yeah it's like talking with like a transatlantic accent like in person (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's it's so funny that like kids still i guess it shows that like you don't you are changing so much at that age that you can't really pin down a sense of self. But, like, you should be able to, like... You know, I think about how I looked when I was, like, 15. And I think, like, I just had, like, a spare tire of neck fat I couldn't do anything about. <laughs> and it's, like, like to at that age to be like, oh, I just need to act like Clark Gable. It's such a funny, funny thought. Yeah, And it's no. probably led to a lot of bullying. Yeah, no, that yeah. that is, like, the classic move is that if you were... I didn't have the spare tire of neck fat. I just didn't have like a jawline at all. So I just looked like a baby until I was like 17. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I need to be like, I need to act like Dick Van Dyke. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then girls will like me. It's such a funny, like, I never went that that far where it's like, oh, I need to like fully become Clark Gable. But it's like you do all this like lame shit when you're yeah. a, like when you're a kid that's like, 
like yeah, I, I I think the difference between like being a nerdy kid and being a nerd who's bullied is how much of the how much of it how much you commit to it, right? Yeah. Because like I did the thing that I think a lot of kids do where it's like, yeah, I watch like you know, I watch some like gay shit like MASH. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like, oh, Alan Alda is kind of timelessly cool in this. Yeah. I, I should I like I should like kind of act like him, but not fully. Yeah, and I then, did that. And then, of course, like no one, no one could tell because it's like you don't, you don't know in your mind. You're like, oh, I'm coming off as thirty percent Alan Alda, but to everyone else, it's like you're just being the same like annoying, like spitting child that everyone knows. <laughs> so you're just talking matter, with really. like a weird inflection. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he's talking like a fucking, he's talking like fucking Oliver Twist now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that, but with like Dad Rock, like I was just like, yeah, I need to, I need to be more like Robert Plant or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, oh no, that cool. was, that was like that. Dad Rock was my fucking like my really embarrassing bullshit is just like yeah why do girls listen to justin bieber and not the doors or is it just <laughs> stupid bullshit like that um but with this fucking this movie takes an insane turn at the end like it i i was like kind of just coasting off like the just weird bullshit that was happening i did not expect the third act escalation to be so fucking nuts in this movie and props oh God, for yeah. props for Ray William Johnson for recognizing that this is an ambulance that he could chase because when the girl kills herself, that inspires this. They, they have like a fucking like Eric Harris type kid who plants a bomb at the school (laughs) and they have to stop the kid from setting off the bomb. That's the re like, that's what they have to do. And the way they, like, tie a bow on the plot is, like, one of the most insanely, like, just tasteless things I've ever seen. I'm I'm not offended by it at all. Like, it's so thrillingly tasteless. I was, like, applauding in my seat that Ray found a way to, like, do something so offensive in a way that wasn't just, like, what if, what if Hitler uh, took a shit on the Quran? Like, yeah. <laughs> It's, no. no it's it's awesome but it is of a period because i i feel like a lot of like teen focused um uh drama and exp- uh, art of this time was like okay we need to talk about serious issues but it was before like you know we achieved some sort of like stupid genericized uh we'll say leftism the, yeah, the, the ideology, the two ideologies of the world, either leftism or authoritarianism, one versus <laughs> the other. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, before they realized they could do that, before they realized they could, like, you know, like in Gossip Girl, like have a character say something about striking, so people yeah. would screenshot it. So the only other issue geared towards teens they could talk about was like mental health and school shootings. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> So like they like I remember like God this is another fucking thing I liked when I was an awful twelve year old I watched Glee and they had like a fucking school shooting arc in that show it's like this this is the this is the show where they like do cover versions of the songs that you hear at Walmart and then they just have like it, fuck I just remembered yeah. with the school shooting episode the twist was it was the girl with Down syndrome that fucking brought the gun to school. <laughs> That's Very what courageous. Holy <laughs> That's that so great was... about Ryan Murphy. He has this incredible, incredible mind where he can 
present something that in sh I'm sure in his mind is like progressive and, and moving society forward, but just comes out as like sub Shane Dawson level. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my, yeah. I love, I love Ryan Murphy. I've seen every episode of Nip Talk. If M. Hud ever does a podcast, we'll be talking about Nip Talk with me, even though <laughs> yeah. he's like against doing podcasts. Uh, I, yeah, Nip Talk, Esther, the, he, there's so much shit in there where it's like he thinks he's like, oh, does anyone ever think of this angle with uh, plastic surgery? But the episode is like, oh, we, uh, we made a woman fat and like accidentally gave her blackface and Christian Troy has to like, he, yeah. has to, he has to fix her and make her normal. But also like he thinks he has AIDS, but he's going to fuck her to make her feel beautiful. <laughs> like it's so Shane Dawson, yeah. Well, even like Aaron Sorkin, who's like his entire thing is that he wants to be like fucking like Howard Hawks for a new generation, is like he'd look at this shit and it's like, "What's your fucking problem, man?" <laughs> like, I love, I love him. I love it. Like, I feel like that is the type of like. I feel like when shit, the Shane Dawson shit happened when he got canceled, we could have had a cultural referendum on like a type of guy that's dying out, which is the edgy gay guy. Yeah. yeah. We're ki we're killing him off. It's sad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The gay guy who thinks he has to tw try like three times as hard to be edgy yes. since he's gay. So he just like puts like the most racist thing you've ever seen in some, yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, uh, it's like, Oh, it's fine. I, I got called a fag once. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, lo I love those guys. I fucking, yeah. you know, I, I, I wish Ryan Murphy could uh, put more guys like that on, you know, yeah. kind of like how Gucci Mane uh, with his label, he's signing, you know, like real, like, He's signing guys who will, like, respect him because he was a guy who, came, you know, really did what he talked about in his songs. I feel like Ryan Murphy should sign other edgy gay guys. Yeah, He That's should do something he... with Milo, with Milo yeah. Yiannopoulos. <laughs> oh, my God. That should be the fucking comeback vehicle is that he should get, yeah, like... American Crime Story Season 4 is about when Milo got canceled. Yeah. He could have Milo. He could have, like, all of the, like, Nambla guys from the 70s who didn't die from, like, getting AIDS. <laughs> Like, they could find, like, some Allen Ginsberg-type guy that's still alive and then just make stuff with them. Like, I, that, that I think, is the path that... That's the path for, like, Ryan Murphy. And I think just, more like, edgy gay guys in general, like, they they pivot away from, like, Nambla shit and they just went on to, like, making sitcoms called, like, what if a black guy was fail? And then yeah. that's... <laughs> I, like, yeah. I, I, I love that. I think it's, like, I feel like they they occupy a very important cultural space. Um, and Milo was really bad for that movement because people ascribed like a politics to it. They're like, people were like, Oh, it's not just Milo. There are tons of gay guys who are alt right and mean. And I was like, are there like, <laughs> no, that there are. Uh, yeah. But like, I think it's like enough time has passed. It's time for that to come back because that is look, as like more people come out as it's less uh you know there's less stigma over it people like you know i think about my friend in uh minnesota one of my best friends uh in my adolescence was he was at emma he had five mma fights he was a national level like greco-roman wrestling competitor and he fucking exploded his knee his knee fucking ex every ligament in his knee fucking exploded right jesus and, yeah, in the 
six months that he was recovering, that's when he realized he was gay. And I knew he, I, I kind of had a feeling he was before that because he was, you know, you do that stupid like thing you do when you're 19 where you're like, oh, what celebrity would you like kill someone to date? And he started it and he said, oh, mine's Taylor Swift. <laughs> and that's, that's when I knew, you know, I, I, I had my, you know, being a little more urbane. I was like, something's going on here. But, uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yeah, exactly. But, but he's like. He's an edgy gay guy, my because he's he would just be like a normal like, not edgy but like a guy from the sticks in Minnesota who you know thinks the types of things he thinks are funny, you know loves like Theo Vaughn and shit, but he <laughs> happens to be gay and I wonder how many if he would have realized sooner if there were more Ryan Murphys and he realized yeah. oh that's a that's an archetype that I am, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to go back since the 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 not only is there like a fucking Adam Lanza in this movie, but also they the way they resolve it is that they got him like pinned in the closet and they're like, we know you have a bomb in your bag. Like we got to do it. Why do you do it? And he says, I did it because she killed herself and no one cared about her. And I'm like, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Like, that's so cool. Like. I, <laughs> That's such a fucking way to figure out, like, you know, we're all animated by this question of what makes mass shooters do what they do. Like, is it guns? Is it mental health? Is it like, what? what is it? And uh, is it late capitalism or whatever? But they, the, the thing they come up with is like, they're sad about like scene girls getting bullied. Like that's, that's what they <laughs> land on in this movie. And not only do they do that the way they resolve all the plot lines is she goes back in time and hooks up the suicidal scene girl with the mass shooter guy like and and that that's the that's how it resolves and i'm like this might be like worse than if you let her kill herself like this this is like going to go so bad that guy is going to be doing like a level of domestic abuse that we have never seen before. Like he, he yeah, is going, he is going to change the game with fucking like wife beating. It's either it, that she, he's either going to yeah, be the worst domestic abuser of all time. Like he'll be yeah. the truth and consequences killer or <laughs> he will. They'll have like um, a weird relationship where they get foster kids to abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Or, or she'll like, or like she'll dump him, and then he'll say like, "Yeah, I was abused by her," or whatever. And then, <laughs> yeah, then yeah, just yeah. Re record videos in his car talking about it or something. <laughs> well, we we should also bring up because if you know, a lot of these videos we've watched, I don't think offer as much insight into the psychology of this guy as as a lot of other stuff we've watched. But yeah. one detail that I think really does is the fact that the mass, the mass shooter, the bomber character, is, like, ambiguously disabled. Like, he yeah. walks with crutches. And I think Another Ryan a, Murphy thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's such a perfect example of, like, oh, of course, like, the way that he understands that these two kind of outsider characters are actually really similar, so that one of them is a goth and one of them is has some sort of physical disability. And this is yeah. like the thing they have in common that will bring them together. Yeah, no, it, it's the it's the same thing to uh, listen to Black Veil Brides and have cerebral palsy. Like that, that's more <laughs> or less the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, I I uh, 
I would like to see. I think that will be part of when I sign Ray Williams Johnson. I'll be like, let's catch up with this couple. What are they doing now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what fucking, like, I imagine that they have, like, a drug. Like, they're, like, involved with, like, some type of drug ring. But the drug is just, like, like, like paint that you can't buy anymore because like just just like some like the like dumbest fucking thing that you can get high off of like it's like coca-cola from the 1800s that still has trace amounts of cocaine in it like that's what they're fucking doing in between fucking going to town on their foster kids with a belt yeah like, uh, yeah, I think I feel like for the Black Belt Brides bullied suicide girl, um, I think her ultimate destiny is to be like a racist single mom trad girl online. When she's like, <laughs> but when oh, she's yeah. like thirty, like she's yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's how that story ends. I think like cerebral palsy guy. Um, yeah, videos in the car. <laughs> like like men, men could be abused too videos like things that are true but is like just like the way he says it everyone is kind of thinking like i would abuse you too like you're annoying <laughs> yeah no i think yeah i think that for for the girl she's definitely like making tweets about like the trace amounts of fentanyl they found on the george floyd autopsy mm. and then they're just yeah, like yeah. she's just making those tweets and then just like everyone's just like you're this is sad. Like you're just like 32. Like what's going on? Like what happened? Yeah. Like you can't really get mad at this. It's just like you're. This is a fucking cry for help. Yeah. Um, like put like please please like take up something do something. Just, and the guy yeah. the guy yeah the guy is. I yeah I I feel like that should like we go back to Riley and like uh the best friend is like see what you did. Like I told you, like just let her die. Like just like with the let her die and let him bomb the school because they're yeah. annoying less people. Uh, if they're both <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh, I think the, the guy, guy the guy does the only school bombing that's ever. Been done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You bring, you bring. It's like in like that. I don't like we need to talk about Kevin. And one of the reasons is because he brings a bow and arrow to school to fucking shoot it up. <laughs> that's like, that's like the synthesis of like bullied fucking like fedora kids and school shooters is like, they bring like a dark souls replica sword <laughs> to school. And they're like, they're like trying to like strike down a teacher with fucking Gwyn's great sword. Or something. Oh my God. That's, that's going to be my kids that I have when I'm 50. When, I'm, when, I, when, when I, when I have make the same Ray Williams Johnson calculation and I like try to make it in film for like 20 years and never do it. And then I just, yeah. like, I'm just, I, I'm like trying to look for like just any woman to impregnate because I'm out yeah. of things to do. And I, like, they're just, my kids are insane from being made from my 50-year-old cum. <laughs> yeah, all, all just my nonverbal. Son, yeah, just fucked up nonverbal. They're all going to take, like, claymores to school. <laughs> yeah. They're going to take, like, the fucking Artorias sword to school. <laughs> and then, like, and then not even, like, kill someone with it, but, like, key a girl's car with it. Yeah, yeah, just like a pathetic, like something more pathetic, where it's like in the back of everyone's mind is like, 
It would be like if he killed a student, <laughs> it would be something. But it's like no, he like he like injured the janitor that everyone loved. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of worse. Like like just yeah. Like no one's afraid of him. He's just like annoying. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. That 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 would definitely that that is definitely that I also imagine in my head the fucking school shooter kid is like always saving up to get a classic car. Like that that is that's also something. Like he's always like he's always got like three thousand dollars in the bank because he wants to restore a Mazda Miata or something. <laughs> All right, but I think I think we've touched on everything. I know we made fun of how insane this is, but I genuinely fucking dug the insane plot twists in a kind of like Ryan Murphy way. And this is like this is probably like the best thing that we've talked about on Get Cynical. Like maybe maybe the Doug Walker project where he had like a mental breakdown was better, but th this is like this is like significantly better than like anything Netflix has produced in the past like 6 years. Yeah, agree. Like, yeah, no, it, it's it's competent, and I really do wish Ray William Johnson like millionaire success. Like, I hope he finds his niche and gets the bag because no one, no one on this fucking show has ever worked harder than he has. For fuck no, nope. Yeah, he is so committed to this fucking grift, and I I really wish him the best. Do we have any closing thoughts on Ray or the movie? Do we know what Ray's doing now? That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested. Oh, he's TikTok. In... TikTok. Does he like make money off that? Did he? Is he one of the? I could see Ray being smart and like when times were good, saving a lot of his money. But you never really know. Like a lot of these guys actually, I love making the joke about 360 deals because a lot of these guys did sign them. Yeah. Um, I I hope he's doing well financially, and I hope something hits for him soon. But I do yeah. not know what he's doing right now. Wait, TikTok. Wait, okay. I'm sorry. I I need I need to address this since I I just I looked on Wikipedia to see what he's doing recently, and nothing nothing popped up. But apparently, Robin Williams had a cameo on his Equals Three show. I, I I'm not joking. Like he he got like Robin Williams, Sarah Silverman, Gabriel Iglesias, John Cho, and John Cho all showed Damn. up on equals wow. three yeah no this guy this guy's gonna be fine if he if he pulls fucking like all of these people on his youtube show where he's just like uh my uh you know I'm, i'd sure like to fuck scarlett johansson with my black penis like he's gonna be fine i i hope so i like i really want to see him you know at all the i want i want him to do one of those like embarrassing photo shoots that they have directors do yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i mean that in a good way i am rooting for him yeah no he's it's uh 2022 is gonna be the year of ray he is gonna he's gonna come back with like either like a stand-up set like the first good stand-up set in like the like the past like 15 years like the only one that isn't like like called like offend like you offended or uh like navigating navigating being a woman like it, yeah. he'll come up with like the only stand-up set that isn't one of those or he'll like debut like a tv series that like people get obsessed with i i i feel it that he's got that he's got that fucking coming for him but i think that's gonna do it um if you uh if you're one of the you know nine people who listens to get cynical and uh uh hasn't heard of felix um 
what is it you, he's got he's got a, got a little show called chapo trap house that you can check out that i loved as a fucking 17 year old um, we're trying to get some burn on that forum that's that's why we brought him on we um, yeah we just um i did a uh video um a rare video thing with Leia from Vape TikToks 420, where we talked about it, it. It's really about um the guys who do acting TikToks, who are my favorite guys in the world. We're already <laughs> yes. already getting comments on the video. They're like, there are strikes going on. Like, fuck you. It's uh, <laughs> the reason I put it on the Patreon. Uh, but um, we you know more more geared towards what all our listeners like. We have enlisted patches. The greatest DM I've ever heard, who did the pot about list D and D episodes yes. that everyone loved, we have something with him coming out very soon, early first week of January. Uh, yes, I think people will really, really enjoy that, and hopefully, uh, it will make up for only the several interviews of striking workers we did. Yeah, I'm sorry we did the TikTok video. <laughs> not just just kidding i i had a great time and that's that's what christmas content is you give people some bullshit you wheel in the tv on the uh yeah on the little dolly thing <laughs> yeah and you show them you show them like scooby-doo and monster island or something exactly mm -hmm. exactly yeah. yeah no but i think that's gonna do it um check back next time we've got a lot more get cynical planned for this season um, we, Esther and I have already decided what our season three is going to be. And I think you all will be very pleased with what we've chosen. I think you all oh, will be boy, worryingly yeah. fucking pleased. And then <laughs> I think after that, after we do that, um, we, Esther and I might fucking pivot to doing something that a little bit more respectable, but uh, equally interesting. So we'll see what, ha we'll see what happens, but yeah, check out, uh, uh, Check out Felix's content. Be sure to leave a comment. You know, like, why aren't you talking about fucking striking workers? You know? Yeah. We, you should I also... I, I, I only have, like, 20 rapid COVID tests in my house. You should be yeah. talking about how I should have more. Yeah. I, I, uh, bought, yeah. I bought all of them in my neighborhood. No one else has them but me. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, stay safe out there. Be yourselves. And keep grinding. Yeah. Because this is going to be the Ray Williams Johnson year. Don't grind yeah. for yourself. Grind for Ray. <laughs> yeah. We're we're all gonna gaslight everyone into like thinking they love him. Still. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> all right. That's gonna do it. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.